And now, Adventures in Odyssey. Hi, it's me. Yes, I'm in Odyssey. Nice town. I think I had the best breakfast of my life at this place called Hal's Diner. Yeah, people seem very trusting, but can we trust them? That's the question. Oh yeah, he's here. I was watching him all night. Right now, I'm going to get a double shot of espresso to keep me awake and head over to Wit's End. Oh, hi there. Welcome to Odyssey. I'm John Avery Whitaker, but most folks around here call me Wit. Why don't you get the whole family together and join us for another exciting adventure in Odyssey? fishing, Bernard. Yeah, I sure did. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, my pleasure, Tom. I found a good spot just on the other side of Trickle Lake. Trout the size of school buses. Really? I may need larger bait. <laughs> oh, better move over. Here comes the car. Huh? Oh, okay. Oh, uh, that looks like which car? <laughs> it does, it does. <laughs> oh, let's flag him down and see if he wants to join us. Okay. Hey, Whit! Hey, Whit! Whit, stop! Stop, yep. Ah, oh, thanks a lot, Wit. <coughs> well, he was in a mighty hurry. It looked like he had someone in the back seat. Did you notice that? No. Yeah. He turned left up ahead. I wonder where he's going. Well, that road goes for miles. Leads up to some private cabins. Yeah. Well, why would he be driving up into the mountains at this time of the morning? Beats me. But it seems awfully strange he didn't stop to say hi. Yeah. Strange. Morning, Connie. Hi, Wet. Hey, you all right? Yeah, sure. Why? Well, you look tired. Oh, well, I, I haven't been sleeping very well. How come? Oh, just trying to get some extra work done, that's all. Were you working here last night? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was. Oh, good. Uh, something wrong? Well, the imagination station was on when I came in this morning. I was afraid I'd forgotten to turn it off when I left last night. No, no, you didn't. I, I came back later. I must have left it on. I'm sorry. You working on a new program? Uh, something like that. Oh, Connie, would you put up a sign? I, I don't want the kids using it today. Yeah, sure. So what kind of work were you doing? Uh, just a little bit of this and that. Uh, I'll explain later. Don't worry about it. Sure. Well, it doesn't seem very busy right now. No. I might just go home for a rest. Okay. I'll see you later. Bye. Strange. Well, look at there, Bernard. It's Connie Kendall. Uh-huh. Good afternoon, Connie. <laughs> Hi, guys. What are you up to? Well, we were fishing, if you can call it that. Yeah. Why, you didn't do very well? They heard us coming, sneaks. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to try again tomorrow. 
Is Wit around? I want to have a word with him about his manners. What about his manners? Well, there's no point trying to be a role model to the kids around here if he isn't going to practice good manners on the road. What are you talking about? Well, he blew past us this morning, didn't even say hello. He blew past you? In his car, up at Trickle Lake. This morning? Yep. Are you playing Polly Parrot today? He drove past us in his car, up at Trickle Lake, around sunrise this morning. We waved, and he just drove on like we didn't exist. Hmm. Why are you looking so puzzled, Connie? Well, I know he was working on the imagination station late last night, so I'm a little surprised that he was up so early at Trickle Lake. Uh, he wasn't alone in the car. Who was with him? We don't know. Bernard thought he saw someone in the back seat, didn't you, Bernard? Yeah, I might be wrong about that. Maybe I saw a shadow. But it looked like he was driving to one of those cabins up there. That settles it. There's something going on. Oh? Well, like what? I don't know. But he came dragging in this morning looking very tired, and then wouldn't really answer any of my questions in that way he does, you know, when he doesn't want me to know something. Uh-huh. And then he went home for a nap. Hmm. Wit's taking a nap? Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it, he's been looking tired this whole week. He's been preoccupied lately, too. Oh, uh, this is trouble. You really think so? Yeah. No doubt about it, it's mad scientist time again. What in the world are you talking about? Well, you should know the symptoms better than anyone, Tom. Wit's tired, preoccupied, working late hours on an invention, and worse, he won't talk about it. And then gets real secretive and even a little cranky. Well, now that you mention it... And then some government agent shows up. That usually clinches it. Now, wait a minute. I didn't say anything about a government agent. No, you didn't. But if you come over to the window, I'll show you one. Kidding. Where? Over there, across the street. <gasps> Government guys always drive those dark, boxy cars and wear the same kinds of suits and sit around in cars like nobody normal ever does. Well, you know, I think you're right, Bernard. Only this one's asleep. Huh? Mouth's open, too. I'll bet he snores. <laughs> what do you think he's doing here? Are you kidding? Wit starts messing around with his inventions and guys in suits begin circling like seagulls over a fishing boat. We'll be having a convention of special agents around here in no time at all. You watch. What should we do? Beats me. We do the only civilized thing we can do. Let the air out of his tires while he's asleep? Take him a cup of coffee. Hello? What? Oh, good heavens. Um, hi. Hiya. We brought you some coffee for your stakeout. Stakeout? Now, you've been out here quite a while. We have bathrooms inside if you need one. Uh, no, I- I'm all right, thanks. Okay, so, who are you watching? Uh, I beg your pardon? Oh, is it me? I'm Bernard, by the way, the one with the bucket and squeegee. I'll be leaving soon if you want to follow me. I'm doing the windows at Jan's hair salon this afternoon. Hey, you could follow me in and get a trim. Maybe take care of some of that hair in the back of your neck. Uh, thanks, but no thanks. Well, I'm going home in a few minutes. Now, if you want to follow me, uh, Tom Riley, by the way, now there's a tricky little shortcut to get in there, so you'll have to stay close. Maybe I should give you a lift. Uh, Look, uh, there must be some sort of misunderstanding. I'm not with the police. You're not. But you are with the government, right? Uh, Yes, I'm with the government. Uh Aha. You see, Connie? Yeah. I'm Dr. William Foster with the National Institute of Health. Here's my idea. Hey, I know you guys. You deal with mental health. Don't you? Well, that's part of what we do. Mental health. Well, then you must be watching Connie. Very funny, Bernard. Uh, you mind telling us what you're doing here? It wouldn't be proper for me to say. 
Uh-huh. Does it have something to do with wit? In a manner of speaking. No, I'm sorry to say that while you were here sleeping, he's been at home sleeping. You weren't up all night watching him here, were you? Um, I really think I should go, uh, but hey, thanks for the coffee. Sure, that'll be a dollar fifty. Yeah, come inside next time. We can make you some eggs. Thanks. I appreciate that. <sighs> did I call it or did I call it? Afraid you did. It's mad scientist time again. What if everything you thought you knew about the epic battle between Dr. Regis Blackard and John Avery Whitaker was just the tip of the iceberg? What if there's much more to the story than anyone ever realized? And what if Blackard and Whitaker knew it all along? The Blackard Chronicles, Book 5, Knight's Scheme, is now available at witsend.org store. That's witsend.org store. Mr. Whitaker, I'm Dr. William Foster with the National Institute of Health. Uh, hello, Doctor. Uh, what uh, what can I do for you? Well, I, I figure since I've been spotted and your secret is almost out, we should talk. I don't understand. We need to talk about your experiments with the Imagination Station. You'd better come in. All right. Now. Uh, hello? Connie? Connie, it's Bernard. Oh, Bernard. It's, it's four o'clock in the morning. What's wrong? Well, the, the alarm light is flashing at wit's end. The burglar alarm? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, though it's not making any noise. It's a silent alarm. Oh. Aren't the police there? No. Oh, wait a minute. Wit turned off the link to the police because Nick kept setting it off by accident. Yeah, well, I tried to call Wit, but I can't get him. You want me to call the police? I mean, just in case? Well, um... Uh, hold it. Hold it. The light just stopped flashing. Now, uh, never mind. Wit must be inside. Well, that's that. Wait, wait, Bernard. I want to come down. Yeah, I thought so. Will you wait for me? He won't be happy. No, but what if he's hurt himself and that's what set off the alarm? Oh, now that's a good rationalization. I'd stick with that if I were you. I'm going to be right there. Hi, Bernard. Oh, what took you so long? Don't tell me you showered before you came. Well, you don't expect me to come out in public with bed hair, do you? Yes. Oh, poor Bernard. Let's see. Thanks for waiting. What were you doing out here anyway? Well, I was on my way to go fishing, and I saw this light flashing. I hope he's all right. Hello? Whit? Sounds like he's having a party up there. Yeah, or you got some very large mice. Wit! Have you thought about what we're going to do if it isn't wit? Uh, you can protect me with the hooks in your fishing hat. Uh, uh. Wit! Well, nobody's here. The imagination station's on again. Hmm. And he left it open. Let me see what he's doing here. Good that you learned that in high school. And for what it's worth, Connie, I have every confidence that you'll do what's right. That's just what Principal McFadden 
What is going on? This is a scene from my life. Huh? Really? Well, let me see. Well, that's not a scene from your life. That's my life. Look, I think I know my life, Bernard. Oh, I'm sure you do, but I'm looking and it's not you. I think I can tell the difference between us. One of us is good looking. Let me try again. I'm Connie Kendall. Yeah, but just till I can get enough money for Buster, I gotta get this back. This is so weird. It's another scene from my life. Okay, I get it now. It's like a mirror. When you look in, you see you. When I look in, I see me. But why does Wood have stuff about us in here? What's he up to? Well, beats me. I'd like to know where he is. I can't believe he meant to keep this thing running all night. I'm gonna see what this program is. Uh... <clears throat> Computer! Yes. Name program, please. You are currently running the Memory Stimulator program. Memory Stimulator? Why would Wick create a program that stimulates memories? You know, this is getting a little silly. If are you going to go out and talk to them? Well, only if I have to. I should have known Connie wouldn't leave this alone. <laughs> He's an inquisitive character, isn't he? <laughs> you have no idea. Come on, let's go. Oh, they're going. You know you can't keep this a secret for long. No. It's time for our contingency plan. Now, I'm a little confused. Which simulating memories? Stimulating them with the imagination station. It's mad scientist time. But whose memories is he stimulating? His own? Is he experimenting on himself? Well, that's what I'm afraid of. And you know what happens in the movies when these mad scientists start experimenting on themselves. And no time at all will have a big monster with bolts in his neck terrorizing the town with a lot of grunting and stomping around. It's not like this is the first time. We could wind up in the hospital or, well, anything could happen. There's a definite pattern here. Wit starts tinkering and he's the first one to suffer. Have you tried to call Jason? Yes, he's out of town and I can't get through on his cell phone. Same thing with Jack and Joanne. Then what are you suggesting we do? I don't know, Tom. I was hoping you'd have an idea. Well, seems to me we should sit down and talk to him. Well, that's a little obvious, isn't it? Wouldn't a mob with torches be better? I think the three of us confronting him would be better. Oh, mm. you mean like group intervention? Sure. No. Group what? I've read about it. It's where we use the element of surprise to confront him. And we force him to tell us what he's up to, for his own sake, before he hurts himself. Uh-huh. You mean the three of us sit down and talk to him? Yeah. Good idea. I wish I'd have thought of that. Where is he now? I don't know. He left a note saying he had errands to run. When will he be back? Didn't say. Then how are we supposed to do this group interthingy? <sighs> Seems like making an appointment might take the surprise of it away. I don't know. Do I have to think of everything? Ah, come on. It's simple. We catch him in the act at the time and place where we know he'll be. And what time and place is that, Bernard? At four o'clock in the morning at the Imagination Station. I've been hearing rumors of strange events in Odyssey. 
Let's hear if they're true in Album 70, Finding a Way. I have an instinct about these things. It's almost superhero-like. When I see an old woman scared to cross... Old woman? I'm 48, young man. Oh, wow. Why were you reaching for the fire alarm? To summon the monkeys? <laughs> no, that'd be ridiculous. I'd need a flute or a banana for that. I was just uh, balancing against the wall. But it is always good to check these alarm things out. Yep, this one looks properly oiled. I chose to hang around with the guy who had a double-jointed tongue. A tongue doesn't have joints. He could lick his own earlobe. Why? Why not? It was awesome. Superheroes? Monkeys and a double-jointed tongue? I guess those rumors are truer than I thought. Find out more in Album 70, Finding a Way. It's available now on the Adventures in Odyssey Club. Coming soon to CD and download. Find out more at adventuresinodyssey.com. Blast off into a futuristic journey based on the Book of Acts. Witness sci-fi battles, shipwrecks, earthquakes, bubble ouchies, and God's good news spread throughout the galaxy. It's all in the new graphic novel, Degrees of Kelvin, from Focus on the Family. This exciting story and biblical bonus material will help your kids gain the confidence and skills they need to tell others about the love of Jesus. Degrees of Kelvin. Get your copy today at FocusOnTheFamily.com. That's FocusOnTheFamily.com. It's time for Season 4 of the official Average Boy Podcast. I'm Jesse from Clubhouse Magazine. And I'm comedian Bob Smiley, a.k.a. Average Boy. Together, we talk about important topics and learn about God. And we laugh, right? Laughing's important. That's in the Bible. Yes, Bob, we laugh. What about girls? Uh, girls laugh, too. No, I mean, the Average Boy Podcast is for girls, too. Oh, you're right. We should make that more clear. I just did. So go to AverageBoy.org and subscribe. He's Average Boy! Want to contact us about the episodes you're hearing? Visit our website at adventuresinodyssey.com or talk to someone at Focus on the Family. Call 1-800-A-FAMILY, with a parent's permission, of course. We always love hearing from you. I'm confused, Connie. When you talked about this group interviction whatever idea. I thought we were going to walk through the front door, go up and talk to him. The lights are on. We know he's there. Yeah, but he'll know we're coming because of the security cameras. Uh, Those things give me the creeps. There won't be much of a surprise if he sees us from the control room. And how is walking through this tunnel going to get us past the cameras? Well, there's a few dead spots with the cameras. This tunnel, the workshop where we'll come into its end, and between the basement door and the back staircase. Well, it surprises me that Wit would allow dead spots in his security system. Well, they weren't really his choice. I kind of knocked the cameras around when I was using the feather duster. And I accidentally nudged them with my squeegee. Oh, I'm not sure I want to be seen around you two. <sighs> okay, this is the way in. Oh. I'm nervous. Group intervention can be pretty tough. Well, especially with Wit, of all people. I never thought it had come to something like this. Well, now you're making me nervous. Look, we're going to sit him down and have a little chat, that's all. What could be more normal? You mean after sneaking in to surprise him at 4 o'clock in the morning? Well, that was pretty normal in my family. (sighs) All right, let's go. Wait. What? Wait, Connie. Don't open the door yet. Let's pray. Well, that's not a bad idea. Okay. Wit, the more I look at it, the more impressed I am with your setup here. This control room is fantastic. And the imagination station. Well, thank you, Dr. Foster. 
But you might want to hold your compliments until we see that it actually works. This is risky. If we don't have a breakthrough now, I don't know what I'm going to do. So far, you've done better than anyone else. At least we have some hope. And I'd like to believe you'll let the NIH in on your research when you're done. Well, no promises yet. What was that? What? I thought I just saw something move on the security monitors. Where? That one, right there. Oh, that's the kitchen. Wait a minute. The door to the basement workshop is open. I know I closed it earlier. Someone's here? (sighs) Yeah, I think so. And I'm pretty sure who it is. Should we stop the program? No, I can't. Not now. A disruption might... I don't know what it might do. I better go out. Keep an eye on those levels. Understood. So far, so good. The Bible room seems pretty quiet. The Imagination Station's running, but this time it's closed up. Do you think Wit's inside? He must be. Well, how are we going to do a group intersection if he's in there? Well, we could wait until he comes out. Should I put the coffee on? No, I think we should stop the program and talk to him now. But isn't that dangerous? Kind of like waking up a sleepwalker? Hmm, I've always wondered about that. Why is waking up a sleepwalker more dangerous than waking up someone in bed? Beats me. Maybe it's because all the blood is rushed to their feet. Guys, we can discuss this later, okay? Right now, I'm going to push the button on the door. If you say so. Go ahead, Connie. And if he disowns you, I'll still be your friend. Thanks. Okay, here goes. Don't touch that. Ah! Oh, 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 you scared oh, us, Whit. Oh, my oh. heart. I should have worn my fishing waders. Yeah. What are you three doing here? Oh, uh, well, uh, there was Tell Connie. Him. Uh, Tell him, Connie. Yeah, Connie. We've come to talk to you. This is an odd time for a talk, isn't it? Well, to be honest, John Avery, we thought it was the only time we could catch you. I mean, you've been acting mighty strange lately, and, uh, wait a minute. If we're standing out here talking to you, then who is in the imagination station? I can't say now. What do you mean, now? I'll tell you everything at the right time. This is not the right time. But who's in the machine? Are you doing experiments on someone else, Whit? It's that man from the NIH, isn't it? You two had a tussle and you've thrown him into the machine. Donna Bernard, you're being ridiculous. No, no, no. I was being ridiculous when I agreed to this idea 12 hours ago. Now I'm being absurd. Who's here, Whit? Surely you can tell us that much. Oh, no, I can't. And I won't. And I'm asking you to leave. You don't understand how much... Oh. (gasps) Stop it. Something's wrong. Please, you have to go. I don't know what happened, Whit. The program suddenly powered down. Uh, they must have stopped it from inside. Okay, you three, go. Oh, what? come on, oh, Whit. Dr. Yeah. Foster, please take them back into the control room while I handle this. Go, now. Sure. Folks. Okay, but we better get an explanation, Whit. Go. Well, can we watch on the security monitor, or will Whit have us arrested for that? He didn't say one way or the other. Whit's standing in the way. I can't see who he's talking to. I know those voices. Move a little to the left, Whit. Nocturnal felicitations. It can't be. I don't believe it. Stuff me with spinach and call me a souffle. It's Eugene. What? Eugene back in Odyssey? Was that really him? Where has he been? What has he been up to? Why hasn't he talked to anyone? And and why hasn't anyone talked to me about it? So many questions. I don't know about you, but I'm sure going to stay tuned for scenes from our next Adventures in Odyssey. 
Meanwhile, if you ever want to write to us, our address is Adventures in Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Or in Canada, write to Fox 9800, Vancouver, BC, V6B4G3. And when you do, don't forget to ask how you can get a copy of today's episode. It's called A Most Intriguing Question. And be sure to visit us on the web at witsend.org. Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation of Focus on the Family. A most intriguing question was written by Paul McCusker and Nathan Hubler and directed by Paul McCusker and Marshall Younger. Our vocal talent included Walker Edmiston, Dave Madden, Matt Hurwitz, Audrey Wazalewski, Katie Lee, and Paul Herlinger as Wit. Our sound designer was Glenn Montjoy with music by John Campbell. Our producers were Marshall Younger, and Bob Hoos. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us for our next adventure. So are you going to tell us what's going on or not? Weird science experiments, government projects, a desperate attempt to do the impossible? Whether it sounds crazy or not, it's what we're dealing with. There must be something we can do. We'll do whatever we can for as long as we can. There is one thing we haven't tried. Wait a minute, Doctor. That's Eugene's technology. I tested it on myself. I don't like it. I don't like it at all, Whip. Be sure to keep listening for more adventures in Odyssey.